Hello, boys and girls. Welcome to another grade 8 social studies class. I am Mrs. Tello Francis. Now, last class, we looked at implicit and explicit communication. And I know you remember, right? I'm so proud of you remembering this. Now, can you remind me what is implicit and explicit information? Mm-hmm. Okay, so indeed. So the actual stated meaning of a message is called its implicit meaning. So it is something that is evident, it's seen, you can identify it within the passage or, you know, whatever it is that you're listening to. Um, and a message implicit meaning is what is implied but not directly stated by the message. These messages are not obvious and need some interpretation. So an example of explicit meaning would be, I love chocolate, and that would be seen in the passage. But an implicit meaning, no, would be something towards somebody feeling pain. It's, it doesn't necessarily say in the text or whatever you're listening to, it doesn't necessarily say that they're feeling pain, but based on the words they would use, it's a hard thing, it is difficult, um, I groaned and all of those things, then you would interpret that pain is being felt or they're uncomfortable about a situation. So remember, explicit information deals with or an explicit meaning is something that we read in the text or we hear it coming out. And the implicit is what is not directly stated, right? It's not obvious and you need some interpretation. Now, boys and girls, I'm so excited because I believe today's class will be interesting and you get some valuable information that can help you with skills that you will need in the future. Yeah, so that is why I'm so happy about this lesson. <laughs> okay, boys and girls, now. Today's lesson, we will still be focusing on implicit and explicit messages. And this topic is taken from the theme, communication and media literacy. If you have already completed this topic I'm presenting, then this session can be used for revision. And you know, this will solidify and enforce the points that you have already. If you have any questions, as always, on the topic presented, write them down and share them with your teacher when you have an opportunity to do so, I hope. You are going to enjoy this lesson. Now, boys and girls, you need to get your notebook and pen. Go quickly. Get them, get them, get them. All right, boys and girls, you're going to ensure that you're in a quiet place so that you can focus on what is being said. We want you to listen very keenly. Please write the usual headings in your notebook. Okay, so you know the routine. So it would be the subject, which is social studies, today's date, your grade, okay, and the topic, which is implicit and explicit messages, okay. Now, today, we're just going to be looking at one objective, and that is, boys and girls, to evaluate implicit and explicit messages against societal norms. Okay, boys and girls? 
to evaluate media's explicit and implicit messages against societal norms. So it's to evaluate media's implicit and explicit messages against societal norms. Okay, boys and girls. Now, we need to just refresh our memory because we had looked at it last week on what are societal norms. So let us talk about what they are. So societal norms are accepted standards of behavior in social groups. So societal norms are accepted standards of behavior in social groups. For example, it is the norm for us in Jamaica to say good morning when we enter a room filled with persons we're seeing for the first time since the day began. Um, we don't invade people's privacy. We do not eat with our elbows on the table. And I'm sure you can think of other norms, boys and girls. All right. So remember, norms are standards of behavior that are considered acceptable. They're normal, things that are normal. All right. So because we want you to really, really understand implicit and explicit messages or information from, we're going to be listening to a video at this time that will look at implicit and explicit information. So I want you to listen carefully. And as always, I'll be asking you some questions at the end. Do listen, boys and girls. Explicit meaning basically means what is obvious from a text you read. Implicit means the opposite. It's about the underlying meaning, which is less obvious at first glance. An iceberg is a perfect example of this. It has a section above sea level, which is exposed and clear in front of you. However, it has a less obvious area below the surface of the water. If you're not careful, you could completely forget that this part is there and miss it. There's often more below the surface of the water than there is above, which is what people can forget. It's the same for the text you're reading. There might be things that jump straight out at you, but other bits that perhaps you don't spot. Let's explain this in more detail. In the exam, you'll be asked to pick out things that may seem obvious to you. These are the really explicit or literal things. For example, you may be asked to find the name of a person in the extract or a place where something is set. This will simply be a case of you skimming and scanning the text to find out these details. And you can do it pretty quickly. They're obvious or explicit. It's the implicit side of things that can be a little trickier. So... Why is implicit meaning more difficult? Well, because often it isn't all that obvious. It might take a couple of readings before you actually know what the text is meaning implicitly. It might be that you are asked to work out how someone is feeling in the text or to consider the effect of the language used in a certain section. These are things that won't just jump straight out at you. They need more careful consideration and time to ponder. Therefore, the questions that ask you to identify areas implicitly can be a little more complicated and will require you to spend more time on them. They are often worth more marks, as they are not quite as straightforward as the explicit questions. So, when reading a text, there are two levels of meaning to consider. What's above the water and staring you in the face, therefore enabling you to answer quite basic questions quickly, these will tend to be the questions worth one or two marks. 
they're easy marks. Then, think about what is implied from the information you have read. What can you figure out from the text and presume about an effect, setting or character? These questions will often be worth more marks and will require you to think and explore ideas. You can't scan the page for the obvious answer. You need to use the information that was given to you explicitly and take it from there. Okay, boys and girls. So you got a lot of information on implicit and explicit information. So indeed, the explicit information would be something that is stated within the text you can see it or you hear of it it's there as they use the iceberg example it's that which you see on top of the water now the implicit information would be the one that is below right you can't see it you have to do a lot of consideration you have to interpret you have to use clues to identify what is happening now boys and girls do you understand the concept of explicit and implicit information very good now we are going to move on to some information on societal norms now boys and girls we're going to be doing a lot of um we're going to be using a lot of information today in the sense that we're going to be listening to a lot of audio clips okay so i want for you to listen carefully and i want you to remember to make your notes as you go along because we want you to understand carefully what is going on okay boys and girls all right now this this clip will be about social norms so we want to set the pace for you to understand when we talk about social norms or societal norms same thing the words are used interchangeably call me norm and i'm here to talk about normal social behavior or social norms what is a social norm? A social norm is the accepted, expected behavior of people within a social group. You'll first need to know what a social group is. Social groups are groups of people who interact with each other. Some examples of social groups are People in a family People at school, in a classroom Or on a playground People at an assembly Seriously? People at a sporting event People in a doctor's office. People at a hospital. People at a concert. People at a movie. People at a store. People in a restaurant. Any group of people interacting with each other is a social group. Why are there social norms? Social norms help us to understand and predict what other people will do. What does the word norm mean? Norm is short for normal. In social groups, a norm is an expected or normal behavior. An unexpected behavior isn't a norm or normal behavior. Human beings and other social animals need norms to guide them and direct their behavior. Norms provide order and predictability in social interactions and relationships. Norms help people to make sense of and understand each other's actions. Let's talk about what happens when people do behave according to the social norm. 
in an expected way. When a person behaves in an expected way, the people around them are comfortable because everything is normal. There is not a problem and there is nothing to worry about. Now, let's see what happens when people don't behave according to the social norm, but instead, behave in an unexpected way. Who can tell me the answer for number four? It's too hard. I don't like it. I'm not doing it. When a person behaves in an unexpected way, the people around them are uncomfortable, because something is unpredictable and not normal, which signals that there may be a problem. When a person acts unexpectedly, people worry. There is usually a negative consequence for the person who is acting in an unexpected way. People might have negative thoughts about them. People might think the person is acting out on purpose, for attention, or to cause problems, or doesn't know how to behave normally. People might avoid them in the future. I don't understand your behavior. You are disrupting the class. Go take a break outside, then go to the office. I am going to have to write a note to your parents. How do you know what a social norm is? You learn about social norms by observing the behavior of people in social groups, and the reactions of other people. If people have a positive reaction or no reaction at all, then the behavior is probably expected. If people have a negative reaction, the behavior is probably unexpected. Your Alright boys and girls, so... We got a whole lot of information on societal norms. So we know that norms are expected behaviors or acceptable behaviors within society, behavior rather. And norms would be the shortening for normal, something that is normal, things that you do. And it is behavior that's predictable. It helps us to know what actions to expect and so on. So societal norms are very important. And when we place them against implicit media's implicit and explicit information, then, you know, we get to understand more of what is happening. I'm going to share with you a few norms that are in society, which we can listen to. So we do not use a cell phone during class. Isn't that so? I'm sure your teacher when you had face-to-face -face classes, your teacher would talk to you about this. And we don't text either. Um, you don't listen to music with headphones while you're in class. You do not sit in other people's assigned chairs in the classroom. Um, you do not come, you, you come to class prepared with book, pen, and paper. That's a norm, right? That's a norm. It's a norm. You stand up to bullies and do not allow others to be bullied. These are things, these are normal things that you would do. You don't pick your nose in public. And if you must burp, you would say, excuse me. You be polite and kind to the elderly, like opening a door or giving up your seat. So all of these things are very important, boys and girls. Okay, so these are the societal norms within society. And from time to time, the media will show things like these, but sometimes they'll show things that are contrary. But we know the norms. We know the norms. So we, at all times, we follow the norms. And especially because we are social studies students, 
we need to do this. So now we're going to listen to a clip that speaks about a particular thing that persons go through, models go through. Well, what are you, even though females are talking, but male models and female models would go through these things right now. So I want for you to listen. Fifteen, you already have all this pressure all over, you know, and to have everybody watch you grow up and just judge you and all that kind of stuff was was tough, you know. I went to Paris, and after the first day of castings, my agency told me that the response from my first day of castings for shows was that I had gained too much weight and was unusable for the shows. We flew home the following day, and. The day after that, there was a headline on the front page of the fashion section of the Wall Street Journal that said, a model Allie Michael sent home for being too fat. To have this expose on the thing that I felt most insecure about in my life, reaching everyone, was absolutely mortifying. Um, I don't know, I feel like I was publicly shamed. But, you know, I also just, like, it shouldn't be a big deal, really. But it did affect me at the time. I wanted to hide. And I didn't want a lot of people kind of, um, you know, putting cameras in my face and putting me on front covers of newspapers. What I was receiving for many years was that my body was not right. And it's, it's almost impossible to erase that. And I thought, <sighs> that I had really gotten it under control and that I was in a really healthy place. And I, earlier this month, got the opportunity to cast for this job that I wanted for my whole career. And they tell you a month ahead of time so you can get ready for it. And the entire month was like torture for me. Did you get the job? No. I came into this industry as a teenager and then I hit puberty and I was no longer that teenager anymore. I had boobs and, you know, my body wasn't as stick skinny anymore. So I was pressured to go back to being that runway girl. I almost was told that like modeling was done for me. And then Sports Illustrated kind of relaunched my career. So it was a really amazing moment because it was me being me on the cover of a magazine and fully being accepted and embracing myself. You don't just take the Okay, boys and girls. <clears throat> no. What is the explicit message coming out of this audio or clip that you heard? Mm-hmm. I'm sure you're thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Did somebody say models are placed under pressure regarding their weight? Did anybody think of that? Yes, yes, yes. And how do we know that this is an explicit message that is coming out? The... Audio speaks of 
One modeling particular said when she was 15, she was placed under pressure. You're put under pressure. Somebody said it was tough. Somebody said, talk, spoke about gaining weight, how persons were seen. So we know that this is explicit, right? And this is a norm for persons who are in modeling that you are slim, right? So that's a societal norm. Now, what is the implicit message that is coming out? So based on what we know from the explicit message, what is it that we know based on what we've heard? Right. So the implicit message would be that models, they do hurt based on the pressure that they are faced under. And how do we notice? We saw tears. We heard, you know, the emotions coming out in the voices of the different models when they spoke. And, um, you know, while they're expressing their experience, it seemed like it was really a, a, a situation that was difficult for them. All right. Okay, boys and girls. No, um, sometimes in the media, some societal norms that are out there would be, you know, it, sometimes you get the impression that it's okay for men to have many women, right? But it is wrong for women to have many men. And we know the different terms that are associated with that. But the reality is, you know, it's that, you know, it's one man to one woman. You're better able to deal with your relationship, spend more time with a person and be able to give of yourself in that regard. All right. And that is what society in the Western world wants from you. Um, there are some things that boys would go through, for example, um, you know, you should act macho and you shouldn't cry and so on. These things come out in uh, advertisements and uh, other things, uh, me other media platforms around, right? That, that would be the norm. And sometimes they're implicitly stated, sometimes they're explicitly stated, okay? But the norm is you're a human being and so you're expected to express your emotions because we find that persons who have did not express their emotions when they're small sometimes they have issues that do not augur well for them or they are not good at any point in time all right now we're going to listen to one more video one more video boys and girls and then we're going to wrap up okay now, so I want for you to listen to this video carefully. Throughout history, humankind has prevailed in our darkest moments, coming together to face the very thing that would extinguish our light. This is not one of those moments at all. This is a moment for pretty much the opposite, for hiding, for laying low, Napping is also good. Saving humankind by really, really not getting near it. We're playing games, staring at screens, staring at anything. All are the stuff of heroes. Every generation has its moment where individual sacrifice makes way for the good of those who will come after. A higher purpose. This one is ours.
throughout history. Okay, boys and girls. So this was a clip from WHO. <laughs> and I'm sure you would have some idea of what this is talking about at this moment. Now, so what was the explicit information in this particular audio that you heard? Mm -hmm. So we heard something that human humans will need to make sacrifices for the good of mankind for now and years to come. And also we get from the audio that human beings are facing a difficult time. Um, now, so we understand that. What would be the implicit information? The implicit information would be you staying inside, Right, because you know they talk about activities that you would do inside, and also it wasn't stated, but based on what was said, the intention of the the author, the presenter, is for persons to follow through with physical distancing. And another thing that would have come out would be the fact that this has to do with COVID. Why? Because of our past experience, we know that COVID deals with physical distancing, or some people say social distancing, but physical distancing is the correct um, terminology. So physical distancing, you stay in because you don't want the virus to spread and so on. So that is why we would put forward those kinds of things, right? So those things are implicitly stated, boys and girls. Now, we want for you to recap basically what was said. But um well yes we can recap so the explicit and implicit in messages you know explicit deals with what we see what what is directly in whatever it is that is presented to us and implicit information is that which we have to interpret which is not there we have to you know, do some consideration to what is going on societal norms we look at these look at things that deal with the things that are normal, accepted behavior, things that we expect you to do within the society. And when we look at the media's implicit and explicit message against societal norms, we see sometimes the media, they, they will come up with things that are <clears throat> not necessarily the norm, but they uh, promulgate these things through the different advertisements or whatever it is, the blogs, the podcasts, whatever it is that you are listening to. Now, this, so we've come to the end of this topic, boys and girls, and I want for you to remember a few things because we're, we're actually finished with the topic of communication. Now, I want to emphasize that it is important for you to be media literate. And what we've been driving at is media literacy. So media literacy entails you being able to analyze information given in any form from any media platform. So boys and girls, when you read or you listen any information, please evaluate it carefully so that you will know what it is to do. And here are some questions that you should remember. Remember to ask, what is the author's intention? 
What is it an expositor? Is it persuasive? Is it descriptive? Is this information fact or is it opinion? And you would have remembered from the last couple classes where we looked at facts are things you can prove, opinions are things that you cannot prove. Um, is the source credible? Where did this come from? Is this something that I can use as a factual piece of work or information? And also we need to know, is the information implicit or is it explicit? So it is very important for you to remember these questions when you are looking at anything and no more than ever a lot of us we learn online we are home so we tend to watch a lot of things we have to do these things so boys and girls so remember media literacy is important so remember boys and girls to write down your questions ask your teacher when you get the opportunity to do so and i hope that you would have learned something now you know i can't leave you without giving you your little assignment so we're, i'm going to give you two things number one state one way which we can identify explicit and implicit information or messages so state one way that we can identify implicit or explicit information or messages. And finally, you're gonna create two advertisements on physical distancing during COVID. So you're gonna create two advertisements on physical distancing during COVID. So one of the advertisements will be will have an implicit message and the other one will have an explicit message. Boys and girls, thank you so much for participating in this lesson. We hope you learned some new material or was able to revise what your teacher has already done with you. Until next time, please stay safe. Remember to wear your masks. Keep six feet apart when you go out and wash your hands. Bye-bye. Social studies is the best. Social studies is the best. Social studies is the best. Bye-bye.